Welcome to the Two Average Chimps podcast. Your hosts, Mike and Matt, the most averagest of chimps, are two dads sitting in a garage having a drink or three and sharing their twisted views on life in their 40s. If you're an average chimp and can use a good laugh, pull up a seat, pour yourself a drink, and come along for the ride. Please be advised that this podcast is not kid-friendly and aims to be as offensive as possible. You can find the two average chimps at averagechimp.com, on Spotify, and on Apple and Google podcast platforms. On tonight's episode, Matt and Mike molest the microphones to kick off their 80s movies June Madness practice and discuss jobs and careers, all while sipping tickle small batch bourbon aged for eight years. Now get off your ass and work it. Good luck, fellas. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Average Chimps. This is episode 14. I'm Matt. This is Mike. Good morning, Average Chimps. I like it. I like it. Uh, tonight we are drinking Dickel Bourbon. Uh, hey, George's Dickel Bourbon. Uh, it is aged eight years. I don't know if that matters, um, but I'm not going to lie. I bought it because I'm juvenile and it said Dickel on it. And, um, absolutely no other reason to buy no, it. No, I mean, yeah. listen, it was try, it was cheap. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. cheap, and I always like to try the cheap ones because people always shy away from cheap, thinking it doesn't taste good. But uh, on a scale, on the uh, average chimp scale, I'm going to give it a three point eight seven. It is not as much of a meh as it as. Um, it's pretty good. I, I, I okay. actually like it. I think it's very tasty. I like it, uh, Mike. Uh, I'm going to give it a little lower meh. I'm going to give it like a three point one five, and having it. You know, if you have it neat, I think it had a little bit of a bite in the beginning. You know, I'm drinking it on the rocks, and now that it's mixed in there, I think it has a very good taste, but overall, I have to give it a 3.15. I will say I would buy it again. You would? I would buy it again. I would drink this. I I think it's, uh, I think, so I've I've heard about it in the past, but it's, uh, you know, it's one of those ones where people turn their nose up like Four Roses. People don't want to drink Four Roses. See, I think Four Roses is good. Four Roses is good, but I think this is on on par. It's relatively well-priced, and it says dick on it. So, I mean, listen, it's going with a theme. It's juvenile. We had chicken cock, which we haven't drank yet. We, we, We talk about chicken cock. We talked about Esplanade tequila that had a cock on it. Yes. And now we have a bottle that says dick on it. So yes. as juvenile as we could possibly be and uh, being like little boys. So um, I think it's... Uh, Pinky's like said, out. Pinky's and, out. Uh, Cheers. Here's the dick. Here's the dick. Okay. So Mike uh, wants to jump in with uh, something we're going to start doing um, for a little bit. We, we want to try this thing out. So it's the 80s movie bracket. We're going to call it the Chimp June Madness. Yeah. So Mike, why don't you explain how the bracket's going to work, and then we're going to jump into that. So I know we've always discussed this in the past. I've done it in the past. And being Matt and I are such big movie guys, we always threw around the idea. And I said, hey, why not? What, what, what better month to do it than June to do a June Madness tournament? Um, it actually has no relevance whatsoever to the month of June. We just were t- always talking about it. I finally, and it happens to be June. I finally showed it to Matt, and it happens to be very early June. And for those of you who are not familiar with the bracket or the NCAA College March Madness tournament with these brackets, um, it's basically it's 64 movies, 80s movies listed. Now, Matt and I did not pick the movies. We didn't put them in any ranking system or order. This was actually um, a byproduct of the uh, pandemic. When everything shut down two years ago, this started circulating around. Um, 
threw it around between like group text emails that went around and, you know, amongst friends and family. And I just thought it was awesome. It was a great idea, the whole concept. So the way it works is there's 64 movies listed broken up into four quadrants. Each quadrant has 16 movies in it and it goes like head to head. So it'll be like, you know, the first, the first quadrant you're going to look at, it's going to have two movies listed. We're going to pick you know, the two movies. Now, again, it has nothing to do with anything else. It's just our personal preference, what we liked better. We're going to make an argument to say, like, what we what we pick and why, and that's that. It's as simple as that. There's nothing else going into it. It's not a matter of, like, oh, it's this or it's that. It's comedy. It's not comedy. It's gross. We're going to take them on the, face value. Yeah. If you like them, if you even saw them, 64 movies. I don't know if I've there's seen them. There's a, I, I gave it a, 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 you know, again, I gave it a, a look over, and there's a few on there that I've either never seen or I've seen once. But the way the bracket system works is it's head-to-head. Typically, in the college basketball world, it works like they actually get rankings. Like, you know, the best team plays the worst team, and then it gets reseeded, and it moves on and on from there. Um, in this particular thing, like I said, there's no thought process behind it. They just listed these teams. Uh, right. we, we don't know what the thought process was. So we're just going to take the movies, and we're gonna, right. Mike's going to rattle them off, and then we're going to talk about off. if we like them, don't like them, and, then, and if you have an argument for or against. Right. Or so, and then, like I said, there's some movies on that list that I've never seen them, but just based on the movie that it was up against, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter because I was going to pick that movie over it anyway. So. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump so in. So we're going to get started. So we're going to do we're gonna, we're gonna see how this goes. We're going to start off first, um, and just the first one that we're going with Again, no rhyme or reason, but it's just the first bracket, how it was labeled on the on the sheet. And the first two movies that are going head-to-head, number one is Breakfast Club and number two is Fame. So I'm going to kick this one over to you. If, I don't know if you want to do every other one, if you want to go over it together, if you want to... Well, you know, we can each give our opinion. Um, obviously, this is a ground ball. I me mean, too, Breakfast yeah. Club is the quintessential 80s movie. Right. Um, quintessential actors. Uh, it's just one of those things that no matter when it's on cable, if it's on TBS, if it's on regular television, you're, you're watching it. Any child of the 80s, late 70s, 70s or 80s, early 90s, has seen Breakfast Club numerous times. Again, fame, I've seen once, maybe twice I don't remember uh, it. Um, it has zero. It has didn't stick. Yeah, I couldn't tell you I really like what it was about. Good song. I like when the song comes on the radio. Unfortunately for fame, though, it was up against you know an eighties cult classic that still holds up. I mean, as soon as I hear the songs from the Breakfast Club, I'm like in the of car. Course. I'm thinking about the of movie. Course. It's just really iconic. I think I, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a bold prediction and say that's gonna be moving down the line a lot. I don't I, really? I, I, I don't know many movies that can compete with that. I got I got. There's well, a couple on the list that I saw that I'm like I love them, but Breakfast Club is. So is that point. So again, this has that. That's exactly how this is going to work. Now, so right now we have Breakfast Club moving past fame. Once it gets past fame, the next two movies on the list, one the one we pick is going to go head to head with Breakfast, right, Breakfast Club. So what's the next? Two? And the next two on the list is Rain Man and Gremlins. Okay, so uh, two very good movies. Yes, Rain Man I like. It's a good movie. It it was it was unique at the time. Dustin Hoffman is brilliant, phenomenal. Brilliant. I mean, you, there's things you're gonna always remember about that movie. I liked it. Gremlins is a childhood. Uh-huh. Everybody wanted a Magua. Everybody wanted one. You you that was an awesome Gizmo. movie. Gizmo, like, Gizmo doll. Yeah, yeah, I mean everybody loved that Not movie. A doll. Gizmo character, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> it was a doll. I, you did, bitch. I did have a Gizmo. Uh, <laughs> you Gizmo shared mimosas with it. Um, no, not with Gizmo. Uh, I, so that's that is a tough call, but uh, I'm gonna say that if I had to pick my out of those two, my favorite out of those two, I'm gonna say Gremlins. Okay. So I'm gonna go the opposite way. You're gonna say Rain Man. I'm gonna go Rain Man. So I mean, we'll come up. We'll have to come up to it. You know, again, Gremlins, great movie. Like you said, it is an '80s classic. 
Um, more iconic than Rain Man. Rain Man had a couple good songs in it. Tom Cruise was pretty good in it. Tom Cruise was great in it, and Dustin Hoffman may be his finest work. Phenomenal. One of one Phenomenal. of his finest, Phenomenal one of his movie. finest roles. Little, little sad in, in parts. It's and sad, it, but it's funny. But yeah, it's great. It great I movie. still, yeah, like great movie. Still references from it. But um, if I was going to sit down and, and the two movies are on, I'm staying on the Gremlins because it just reminds me of really? Christmas time, and I just, I just okay. love, it. I love the movie. See, I, I see if it, if those two movies are on, it's like oh, I'll look like oh wow, remember the Gremlins, and not even think twice. Okay. Right to Rain Man. So, so see how see how far we can be a part of. Yeah, time. oh sure, but that, yeah. now we have a tough choice. Now what do we do in this case? I, being you're the guest, I'll let you make the call on this one. I'll get the tiebreaker right, on okay. the next one. All right, I'll, I'm going to say we'll put Rain Man now. No, I said you're the guest. I'll oh, so you want to go with me? Gremlins? Okay, go Gremlins. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Gremlins on that one. But I'm going to tell you right now, either one is to me is not beating Breakfast Club. As an that one probably not. Movie. No, no. And again, that, that's the other thing too. We have to think about this is a this is an '80s movie bracket. Yeah. So it's like it's not going. Oh well, it's my favorite comedy of all time, or oh, I no, love no, this movie. This is, we're just talking it's '80s in 80s general. It's in no general. specific genre. So I mean, like you said, Breakfast Club is a '80s. I mean. It's on an 80s Rushmore. If there is a Rushmore of 80s movies, those like typical there, 80s movies, yeah. yes, it's on there. Okay. So we'll put, we'll, I'm going to put Gremlins down. Okay. So Gremlins moves on to the, to the, to the second round. Okay. Um, so the third head-to-head battle is, to me, again, it's another, it's another one of those like kind of like can of corns. Uh, it's Terminator versus 9 to 5. Oh, I mean, that's easy. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, 9 I, to 5. I like a good movie. I like I've watched it. In, we both just admitted <laughs> on a hot mic that we've watched 9 to 5. Um, it's however, a funny movie. When they, when, it is a funny when, when movie. When they wrap Dabney Coleman up in the... It's in, a great... In, it's, it's, uh, it's and shit and put him on the garage door opener. Again, it's I mean, not a... Uh, it probably doesn't hold up. It's no. not as good now, but for that time... No, I actually it think was, it is pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah? I mean, hold up against what? I mean, against movies now or... No, I'm I just mean, saying, like, to watch it now, you're like, eh, I don't If know, it was on, it was, like, on TBS or something, I would watch it. I just... Yeah. I liked the movie. I just thought it was funny, but against Terminator, obviously... Yeah, it's a Terminator. I mean, that's, that's a ground ball. Yeah, That's what I mean. Let's take that one was an easy... You're gonna get a couple... And then, like, you're gonna get some like that where it's like it's a complete mismatch and then you can get two like great movies yeah, that be difficult, like yeah. ah, how do you do this one but yeah, yeah so I, I, I would have Terminator to agree with that um, so then the next one this is a, this is again another in my opinion a, it's, it's a slam dunk it's Goonies and Fletch Fletch was terrible. Goonies, yeah, Goonies all the way. You can't. I'm a huge Goonies fan. Like, Goonies you, is uh, again. Goonies. Goonies is another one of these. You know quintessential 80s you can make the argument that it belongs on, on, on an 80s Rushmore based on yeah, you know I'm gonna say that's in one of the in my top movies of my life I love that movie I, right. it's one of my favorites I watched it as a little kid I relate to it in such a right. way like you know um, did you know it was a Disney movie did you know Disney was the one that made that I did, I did not, not know that yeah it is a Disney that. movie really I, I did not know that yeah it is um it is one of my all time favorites. It's a great, it's a classic. Like it's I said, really that was a, so much good. That, stuff like those it. two right there. If you like, if you wanted to make it really tough, do do like Goonies get in Terminator, or you do Fletch and Fame, or you kind of like yeah, Fletch, Fletch, was, Fletch has no business being yeah. on that. I mean, I think I might have saw Fletch once and I didn't really like it. it. You know, so this would have been one of those if it was like ranked on like popularity. This would have been like a sixteen seed. Yeah, and. Or you know, and Goonies would have been one of the favorites. Fletch, and Fletch is a I think is a movie that like nobody really knows. It was just no. okay. Chevy Chase had his moments. I mean, but Chevy really, Chase was great. His movies are okay. In certain things, it's like he's, Funny Farm. He, he, funny Farm was good, and the, you and could the, watch it if it's on. And the vacation but, movies were great. 
Yes. Other than that, yes. like he had a couple of things where, like outside of that, it was kind of like Caddyshack was, you know, was was. He was hilarious. Great. It wasn't his movie. It wasn't. He was. I mean, he was a he was a sidebar to, to Rodney right. Dangerfield in that movie. Right. I right. Mean, and yeah. I don't know if Caddyshack is in this. I mean, that's well, that's yeah. Well, we, we didn't get there. We'll so get that's to, it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. We'll, we, we'll I, I just want to say that we did not read this or go over we this. We didn't before. go over this. This actually, Mike has handed me this sheet of paper. Like six, six to eight times, times. Yeah, yeah, and it is on a pile in my average chimp pile in my on my desk, and I just keep. I didn't look at it, so I think this is so much better because I didn't have any time to think about it, and I'm going off the cuff and memory uh, of the movies. So I think this is great. So what's next? What do okay, we got? Okay, so next we have another cruise hit, uh, Risky Business in Forty Eight Hours. Forty Eight Hours. Forty Eight Hours again. Risky Business. I never really. I don't know if I've ever watched it from start to finish. I know there's like that that famous scene, but I, I don't know. To me, it, it didn't. Why with him sliding on his yeah, socks? Yeah, with, with the white shirt and socks. Ball. And yeah, it ruined the Bob Seger song for me because yeah, it's yeah, every yeah. time I say, I'm like, ah, oh, please play yeah. a different fucking song. I know, I know. Bob Seger is like so fucking good, and it's all they ever play right, is that stupid right. song. It's like the uh, what was the Coors Light commercial with Bob Seger? Like a rock. Like a rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They always said like a, or the Ford. They always have those. Uh, yeah, or it was Prudential was one they used that song. Like I love that song. Still. Great song. But, but yeah, they, but, you know, he sold out. Old time rock and roll, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Tom Cruise, man. I mean, when he when he fucks Rebecca De Mornay on the train, I mean that's yeah. Like, I mean, but yeah, we, I mean, I was a little kids too. I mean, that was that was punishing yeah, that top was fucking. That- I mean, you you know, and then well, you didn't have access to porn like you do now. No, that was as close as you were getting to porn. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, was you, no you fucking. There you, was no Skinamax. No, no, you were hurting uh, yourself on that one. Yeah, yeah. No, that was uh, that was when you weren't supposed to watch and you just couldn't wait for that fucking for that scene. But uh, I think that's a ground ball too. Yeah, yeah forty eight hours is fucking hilarious. Yes. I mean, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I mean, that was was peak Eddie Murphy. That was before all the bullshit. That was before... I mean, mean, it was just a great movie all the way around. Yeah. Great movie. 48, you can't really, you know, again, put that. It's a shame. It it sucks for... um, For Risky Business, but like I said, it was not I don't think Risky Business is that good of a movie. No. 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 Not not something. If you said to me, "Hey, you want to no. watch a movie?" I would be like, "Put on Risky Business." No, yeah, no, never no way. Like you said, if it's on, I'll say, "Like, oh wow, that's cool." What movie is this again? Oh, it's Risky Business. And then you know, you kind of look for something. You might get chubbed up remembering the scene. And nah, then I don't think Rebecca DeMora. She doesn't really even hold up too well. No, Just not that. now. But no, then. at that point, it was like she's she, pretty hot. She was at that. She was great. That she was great. And was she in Backdraft? That was, was that her? her? It might have been. Am I thinking the right? Rebecca DeMora. She was married to. Um, Anyway. Yeah, I, move on. Who would, yeah, who cares? I, I know, we're babbling. Not going to, not going to, not matter. Okay, another one is another, to me, another classic. And another one which just kind of has a cult following, but it's E.T. and Porky's. In uh, me, again, wow, I... Wow, did this bracket really made it tough I grew up on I grew up on E.T., yes, personally. Yes. Porky's, again, I put that more in, like, the... Punisher cock side of the film. Well, it's like it had a... Had it was, a, it was, it was nudity at that kid. Yeah. And, and that's what it came down to. I mean, we, listen, we watched these movies when we were little kids. Sure, sure. Right? I mean, it wasn't we watched them as grown men. I probably watched these very late 80s or early 90s when I was old enough to when appreciate that. When you were old enough that. to watch them, yeah. But again, as far as it being like an 80, it was that, it's that vintage classic. You could see it right away like, oh, this has to be an 80s movie. Um, e- E.T. I think is the winner on this one. I mean, I still I go on the ride E.T. when I go to Universal right. Studios. Yeah. I still can't wait to go on the ride as, as, as you know, simplistic as it is. Right. It's just such a great... It's, of course. It, and, and I'm going to tell you this, and this is one of my famous lines that I say all the time. My wife, she, she laughs at me. I always say at the end of the movie, like, I get a little sand in my eye. Like, yeah. For some reason, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, when he goes home, there's always a little sand. Yeah, he gets the You little, know, Lord of the Rings, I get sure, some, like, it sure. always it seems to be very, like, windy and desert-like in my house. I don't know why I cry right, at the right. end of that movie, but... Uh, it has to be. Yeah. Or, or maybe maybe the wind was blowing the Maybe wrong somebody way. stepped on yeah. my foot. I don't Until know. Until didn't I, make it that week. Yes. Right. It could be something but, like uh, that. E.T. is... E.T. I mean, I got to say, I was probably... 
six or seven years old when E.T. came in. That's a huge movie for Yeah, it's a great Huge. I, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a classic. I, that, that, again, that's yeah. another 80s classic. Yeah, I mean, that's hard to, that's hard to compete. Because what's going to happen is we're going to see these movies and then you got to balance them against, you know, was it a comedy or a drama? Like, they have different meanings. Total to them, right? different meanings, but again, we're not, it's not put together like 80s comedies, 80s no, drama. No, no, no. So this yeah. bracket isn't bad because they're head to head, but when we start to get, of course, when we start to when you start it getting out, down, it's gonna down. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to really have good arguments on why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to have to, you're, you're going to have to, or you're going to be pinned, you're going to get two great movies or two, like, you're going to get an ET and another classic that goes on alright let's see what we got next okay so the next one is Christmas Vacation and Splash ah, Christmas Vacation yeah Ground I mean ball. to me it's Splash it, was just okay Splash again it was the same thing it was like in the 80s it was kind of like no Skinamax it was kind of had women in it when you were younger watching it and everybody loved Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks, I mean, he, again, he's an American icon. He's a, you know, yeah. he, he he's Tom Hanks. So he, he's And got, that was quintessential Tom Hanks. That, well, of course. That I was mean, that was like when that he was really the just, glory. That yeah. was before That was before he became an icon, though. That was when he was just like, every single movie he did was just hit after one, hit. After one hit, better hit, than after the hit, after hit. I mean, yeah. he was, I mean, that was like probably right after Bosom Buddies. I mean, he was still yeah, like sure. fresh, fresh meat. Yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. great. He was great in that. Yeah, but I would. Uh, I did. That's an easy one. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer. Okay. Um. Then it, again, same thing here. This is like this is where you get into uh, in my very short list of classics from the eighties. It's Top Gun and Better Off Dead. I mean, oh, I mean, that's, yeah, Better Off Dead. It's like with all due respect, just just be happy that you made the list and just <laughs> and just move on. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, that's a John Cusack movie, isn't it? It is. In uh, no, isn't John Cusack? Cusack is that? I thought that's what we it don't was. have our uh, a, he, a producer called in sick today, yeah, so we, we have to we don't have, have, to have someone to look. We need up. someone to bring that up for us. But either way, um, I mean, Top Gun is like yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about an '80s movie that just you know, you want to talk about '80s movie in 25, 30 years. Look, oh shit, getting closer to forty years later, the new Top Gun Maverick just came out, and I'm still giddy and excited to see it. I saw the like the coming attractions for it or the commercial for it, and it, I didn't even see anything yet, and all I heard was that like. Bell, that somber bell in the beginning, which when, as soon as you hear it, you know it's that Top Gun bell. I don't know how to describe it. I'm not going to try to mimic it. But I heard that. I'm like, holy shit, I have to go see it. I was going to see uh, Sonic 2 with the kids, and that was one of the coming attractions. And I was like, holy shit, we have to go see this movie. And now it's out, and I heard it's... it's yeah, heard it's good? Yeah, I heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it's good. You know, I heard from one person, and I'm not going to blow them up. Not a, not a very <laughs> credible source when it comes to opinions on movies, but... Every other person I heard that saw it said it was said it was great. It's a must see. Again, I loved it, so I'm gonna see it regardless. So, All right. so anyway, so just in a recap, I'm gonna go through it real quick again. So in the in the in the first bracket, first first head to head, it was Breakfast Club and Fame. Breakfast Club moves on, slam dunk. Next, it was Rain Man, Gremlins. Matt and I were actually split on that one, um, but Gremlins wound up moving on again. Great movie, I agree with it. Matt's my guest, so he gets the... Uh, I'm a guest in the studio. The guest in the studio. Um, then it came to Terminator 9 to 5. Again, I mean, it's not not even close. 9 to 5, good movie, but doesn't touch, hold a candle to it. Then we went to Goonies and Fletch. Again, same same exact thing. Risky Business, 48 Hours. 48 Hours moves on. E.T. and Porky's. E.T., it's classic. Christmas Vacation, Splash. You know, vacay. Um, and then Top Gun over Better Off Dead. So the... Eight moving on to the next round. It's Breakfast Club, Gremlins, Terminator, Goonies, 48 Hours, E.T., Christmas Vacation, and Top Gun. Okay. So we did one bracket tonight. We're going to go and do another bracket tonight. So we did the we did the top left bracket, and we're going to go do the bottom 
right bracket, or okay. the fourth bracket. Like I said, typical in typical, um, uh, like how the brackets work. It's usually like northeast, southwest, you know, southeast, northwest. So we're gonna go, you know, from one. We're gonna go to the bottom right, and the two movies right out of the gate. There, the, the first game out of the out of the uh, shoot. It's Karate Kid and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, that's a that's a very tough one. I mean, both very good movies. I uh, if you're gonna ask me, I'm going Bill and Ted. Okay, that's why I, I love Karate Kid. I did. I mean, everyone wanted to be, um, everyone Daniel wanted to be in martial arts. I yeah. still drop line. I, if anybody who's been with me watching any of the Ranger playoff games, when I get my confidence at the end of the game, when I know it's over and I win. I yell out obnoxiously, put him in a body bag, Johnny. Um, it's one of my favorites. I'll sweep the leg. I, I love, it, it, it's a classic. However, I, I have to agree. I think, you know, for what it was, for what it was worth, I'm going uh, Bill and Ted. Yeah, I love Bill and Ted. The, I, think, I think death is the funniest part of those movies. The guy who played oh, sure. him was, I mean, better than, I think the, the yeah, whole movie, yeah, he yeah, made the movie. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Bill and Ted. I love, I'm a big Keanu Reeves fan. I think he's great. Keanu's great. Don't like him. I, I think he's a great. great actor, even better person. That's, that's, that's what I, I actually heard. follow him on a few things on social media and like the stuff he puts out and the things he talks about. He really is the kind of guy I think we can hang out and drink tickle with. Then we'll reach out to his uh, representation, see if he wants to. Maybe he wants to do two amateurs podcasts. He's ever on the South Shore of Staten Island, if he wants to resurrect mm. his... Uh, I don't know if he ever gets this way, but uh, it's definitely something we can keep we'll on. We'll send him a call. When, when the producer comes back from being sick, we'll yeah, get yeah, them yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll back. We'll, yeah. we'll see if they can get in touch with his, with his peeps. All right, who's um, next? Second one up, Roxanne and Flashdance. Now, two movies that I didn't like either of them. Really? So I, I the only thing I like about Flashdance is the song. Great song. That that's right. And the scene when she gets hit with the water. Yeah, that was that was bonus yeah. material as a of little course. kid. I mean, but other than that, I mean, uh, to me, I, I watched both of them. I liked them. Again, I I think I liked more the music in Flashdance, and I personally thought Roxanne was great. The song was great in Roxanne. I love Steve Martin. I thought he was great in that. Yeah. I, I, I not a movie me, that's on my radar. It's not on my radar. It's not on my top lists of anything. But head to head against Flashdance, to me, it's so out of the two of them, you you pick that one because I don't. I'm going Roxanne. I have no, okay. yeah, I have no opinion Roxanne. really on that one. I really didn't care for either of them. Yeah, it's, I do like the song. It's definitely not a classic. Which is a throwback to Forty Eight Hours. What's that? It's a throwback to Forty Eight Hours when he's singing in the. Song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Callback. Yeah. So we call a callback in the yeah. biz. Oh, in the biz. Yeah, in the biz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Two, again, two kind of, uh, it's ironic that these two wound up head-to-head, um, but the next two, it's Revenge of the Nerds and Weird Science. Mm. I, again, I have to go Revenge of the Nerds, that's just my, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah, I think that's an easy one. Yeah, that's... That's a hilarious movie. Yeah, it's a classic. Again, it doesn't hold it's up... It's on the line of Porky's, but I think it's better. It is, but I, it's I, I better like than Weird it, Science. I liked it better than Porky's, personally. Yeah. And, and it's, in my opinion, not even close to being better than... Weird Science. Weird Science was good, watchable back then. I'll never watch it now. Like, no. I'll never be like, ah, let me. I don't own it. I wouldn't own it. Right, right. When I say own it, back when I bought DVDs, yeah. I didn't have. I it. wouldn't download it. Wouldn't that, download. The new I wouldn't stream say? it. Yeah. I wouldn't stream that shit. I wouldn't okay. rent it. Whatever. <laughs> okay. So now there's another one. It's another classic '80s movie. I mean, two classic '80s movies, in my opinion. One is Saint Elmo's Fire and Alien. Ah. <sighs> I think. I personally liked. I'm just gonna give you my opinion. I personally like the story and concept of Alien. However, Saint Elmo's is more of like a classic '80s kind of. 
it's it's like online. It's in in line with like kind of like not as good as a Breakfast Club, but it's like that type of like Breakfast Clubby type movie, like a Porky's and like. I those think types if, I, of if I was gonna think about a movie that I could relate to or, or made me feel a certain way when I watched it, I would say Sam Elliott. Alien is a science fiction movie. We yeah. remember it from the scene when the thing comes out of the of guy's course. stomach and she's going to weave her in her underwear right. and like you know, of course, all the all the naughty shit that was. I have, a, I have a funny story. My wife and I were in Manhattan once. I, I don't know if we were working. I oh, know maybe we were going to a uh, a I, we were doing something in Manhattan. We definitely not work. But we were walking. We're at a crosswalk, and I look up and literally shoulder to shoulder with Sigourney Weaver, like standing next to her. Like I'm, I'm elbowing my wife. I'm like, look who it is, you know? And she's like, who? Who is it? And then like I step back, like let her walk. And we we went like several blocks walking, and and I like I was looking at. Her, I'm like, do I say hello? Am I am I that guy? And then like. You know, someone else kind of approached her, and she was not like standoffish, but she definitely was kind of like, "Hey, I don't know who she was walking with. She looked like a friend of, of some sort, it's like another elderly woman." And she was like, um, "Like, you know, polite enough, but kind of like, don't bother me." But we were walking, and as we were going, like, let's say we we were continuing on, and she was going, I just I just turned over and just I gave her the hey hey just. Big fan, and we just went. Oh, she goes. Oh, thank you so much. And we, and she just said thank you. Kept her head down, and we kept going. And I just looked at my wife. I'm like, eh, aren't you proud of me? You know, I had that. Like, I thought it was cool though. I was standing next to her, and it's like, you know. But uh, I don't think that's enough for me. Like I said, I loved it. I like the storyline of that better. But I think as far as it being an '80s movie, I would agree. Like seeing Elmo, yeah. you gotta go seeing Elmo's. Um, next is another two classics, okay. in my opinion. Um, one is Lost Boys, and two is again we've referenced it in the past. Spaceballs. It's a, it's a tough. That is a, that is a tough call because they're both great in their own way. But I think Spaceballs. I, I was gonna say hundred percent. Unfortunately, Spaceballs might move all for me. Might move into like the fucking mid bracket. Spaceballs like. for me. I don't care who's around. What what if my children are in the room? If I'm whatever's going on when that's on. I am lose all my attention is going to that TV. You know, we spoke about a huge fan of Mel Brooks. And the funny part is, you're not a Star Wars guy, and it's a not total a Star, Star Wars, Wars guy. Spoof. Don't get any of those references. No, really, you know, I kind of get. It is, you know, uh, it is to classic. I mean, it might be that's going to wind up in the top end, and that might even go head to head with like a Breakfast Club. I mean, that's just one of the best fucking movies. Mel Brooks is some of his best stuff. Genius. Yeah, Jesus. it was an awesome movie. Again, I'd love to have him for for dinner and drinks if if he's around. So we'll see if he's if he's available. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> I know he's elderly now. I don't want to bother him too much. But um, he might have a curious food. That, but again, that's one of those. It's like it's a t- like Lost, Lost Boys, Boys is a great, very movie. good movie. Great movie. It just, great movie. You can't. It it just it got the unlock of the draw. Yeah. It got it got it drew the uh, classic. So there's nothing you could do about that. Um, next two up. We only got three more to go in this one. It's uh, say anything in airplane again. Say anything. I never really. Uh, I mean airplane. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, say an airplane. I don't know. If, uh, say anything. I don't know if I've ever really even seen airplane. It's like that Leslie Nielsen type of humor, which is. I, I think airplane is one of the funniest movies ever. Agreed. I think it's probably one of the fun, and even it's one of the few movies where they made a sequel, and the sequel was hilarious. Sequel was not the third one. Terrific. The second one. The third airplane one was two. bad. It's the Godfather. Syndrome. The yes. second one was good, not as good. Not, but the Godfather, you make the argument it was better than the first. I, mm. I don't know. The Sp- uh, airplane, own of its own. right? Airplane was great. Airplane two, excellent, but not as good. As High the first. excellent. Airplane three was kind of like, all right, you had it twice. You should just, yeah. You should yeah, just airplane three was stupid. Um, but yeah, that's a that's another '80s classic. Anytime it's on, I watch it. 
you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar makes it, makes a yeah. cameo, and you, you know, you can't get much better than that. Um, next, next one up, it's you know, it's Sixteen Candles and Roadhouse. Again, it's two polar opposite styles. Sixteen Candles is on that. It's in that you know Saint Elmo's Breakfast Club like kind of like style movie. In my opinion, not as good. Never Listen, really it's enjoyed it. John Hughes it. film. John yeah. Hughes. I'm sorry. John Hughes it's is the great, best. Yeah. Great. I mean, I mean, there's got to be a lot of his movies on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've even had one yet. That's the first. Well, Breakfast movie. Club, right? Well, Breakfast Club. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say um, uh, Sixteen Candles is good. It's not a roadhouse, though. No, roadhouse yeah, is just be everybody wanted to be Patrick Swayze. We all wanted to work in a bar. Of we all thought we were gonna get Kelly Lynch up in the barn. It's yeah, yeah. It's you know again. It's Patrick Swayze in his in his heyday. Yes. You know. Yes. R.I.P. R.I.P. Patty. Um, another one. This this next one too. It's the last one of this one. Then we'll go do the recap. Then we'll move on to something maybe a little bit more okay. funny. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> last two. The the this matchup. Uh, it's Back to the Future and Can't Buy Me Love. You know, Can't Buy Me Love is a good movie. It's good. You know, it's good. Eh, I liked eh, it. I'd give it a meh. Yeah. Back to the Future is a classic. Back to the I Future. I mean, that's, that's that's that franchise. And that, I gotta say, out of out of over time. If you had movies where there was multiple pieces, yeah, Back to the Future holds up. All three are yes, awesome. Yes, Lord yes. of the Rings. Uh, you the, know, I think it's in that realm. I mean, it's very hard to find three movies. We had all the actors, well, pretty much, except a couple of yeah, you know, right, Crispin Glover or whatever. But right. pretty much everybody came back. Yeah, um, and they did an awesome job. The third one was a little more like. Robert Zemeckis got a little silly. Yeah. But the first two... First two were great. Phenomenal. First two I mean, the, the idea... Third, uh, but I have to be honest, the third one, like, it wasn't an Airplane 3. It definitely was not a Godfather 3. Oh, no, no, no. It, no. Was, it was a very good Out movie. Out of the three movies, it was the, the worst of the three. Of the three yes, yes, but yes, as a great. whole, that, that a whole. franchise right. is phenomenal. And I, I am a big Michael J. Fox fan. I think yeah, he's huge. awesome. Huge. I think he was great and everything. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. So let's recap. Uh, so, all right, recap. so I'm going to do one more recap. Again, we've done... Now two, we done we've done two of the four quadrants. So in this one, it was Karate Kid, Bill and Ted. We both we both agreed, Bill and Ted. Uh, then next, it was Roxanne and Flashdance. You know, again, not even close. Great song from Flashdance. They even remixed it a few times. It's just Roxanne. Um, Nerd, Revenge of Nerds over Weird Science. In my opinion, a no-brainer. Saint Elmo's and Aliens. That was a little tougher for me. I liked Aliens a lot. I still watch it when it's on, but I think we went Saint Elmo's for the purpose of this. Um, for the brackets, I mean, Lost Boys, Spaceballs. Sorry, Lost Boys, but it's yeah. you, you know you just it's unfortunately yeah, that way, right? it's it's you like you, you know I'm gonna make a hockey reference. It's any team that drew the Colorado Avalanche in the first round. Yeah, you know it's it just sucks. You get you playing you know uh, airplane over sixteen candles again. Sixteen candles, good movie, kind of a cult following. Not definitely not my style, and it's you know airplane is airplane. Roadhouse over sixteen candles. I do love Molly Ringwald. Yeah, well, I'm not. A, I don't. I'm not no, a huge I, fan of her. No, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I had a little boyhood crush on her. Ooh. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And then uh, back to the future of a Can't Buy Me Love. So, yeah, I mean, Can't Buy Me Love was was a, was great a movie. funny movie, yeah, but no, yeah. nothing like. So the way we did it, we did we didn't do the two sides of the bracket. Events show you know so there's a left side and a right side, but we did like the polar opposites. We've done the top right versus the bottom. I'm right. sorry, the top left versus the bottom right. And the mm-hmm. next week we'll do the top right versus the bottom left. And then it'll eventually go, you know, as the brackets move down and move down, it'll go from 64 to 32, 16, 8, 4, final two, then the, the final last one we're standing. Um, but, again, 
I thought it was cool. I loved it when it came out. We did it. I know we're big movie guys. We try to be funny, and I don't know. I thought this was. We'll pretty see good. if people agree. Yeah. If you don't agree, uh, or you want to jump in on something, just go to averagechimp.com and uh, yeah. drop us a comment. Let yeah. us know. Send Let us know if you were offended Shoes by any of our opinions. Yeah. Well, if you're offended, I, mean, I don't care. But no, I would love no. to hear what you have to say. Right. Uh, no, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm a movie guy. Uh, old yeah. movies, like a lot of stuff now that comes out, I won't watch. I'm not. I really don't have the time to sit down and watch a movie. So most of the stuff I watched as a kid, and right. then with, for me, it's like if these movies are on like TBS or TNT or right. on cable, uh, like HBO or something. I'm like, oh, I could sit through this because it's mindless. I saw it already. I know what's going to happen, and I don't really have the time to engage in anything. I have short bursts. So oh, if this movie's on, yeah, I'll watch a little sure. bit of it because I liked it. You know, for me, a lot of it's remembering the, the hot chicks in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all my references <laughs> to all the girls that I had crushes on when I was a kid, you know, because I, I was very young when these came yeah, out. I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm a little bit older than you, so... No, same same era. Though. Yeah, same era, but I mean, I, might, I think I was a little more impressionable when I saw some of them, you know? Right. Um, you think, do you think you could ever be an actor? Or like, would you ever? Did you ever have a desire to be an actor? Mm, no, I no. mean, I think the like you said, you you walking next to Sigourney Weaver, right? Like, I, I I value my privacy. I guess for a little while, it might be great that everybody knows you. And she was in an an, an icon, right? I mean, yeah. she was in some great movies. She was in Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I mean, she was in a lot of things, right? But like, you can't just walk down the street and just be Sigourney Weaver. You're everybody's interpretation of, of Sigourney of how you, right, So right. as a job, and, and I think that the ones that do it well and are good at it, it's it's work and, and it's a lot of travel and you're probably away from your home. Like It's probably exciting and great, but like it, it is a job. And I don't want to compare it to like another job where people you know save lives and this, that. Right. And what I'm saying right. is I think that it, people that are very good at their craft, they put a lot of effort sure. into it, they're good at it. That's great. Me, I think it would the, the shine would wear off really quick. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I think it, it, in in theory, everyone's like, "Oh, I want to be like my my youngest son." He yeah, ask him right now what he wants to do when he gets older, and he plays hockey, so he says, "I want to I want to play in the NHL." And in addition to that, I guess in the off season, he wants to be an actor. So I say to him, "I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. So you want to play." In the NHL and also act. That's terrific. I love it. You know, and, and like he like and again, it's a typical six or seven year old answer or whatever you want to do when you get older. And um, but I think it's fun in the sense that you're constantly evolving. You're con- you're you're always doing something different. Like you're always acting, but it's always a different story. Always a different topic. Always a different scene. You're always in different places. But the problem is, it's very tough to separate the. Like, okay, this is me, I'm working, this is, I'm acting, versus, well, this is me, like you said, walking down the street, and I have some chimp walking next to me saying, like, hi, I'm a big fan. Again, she was very polite to me when I met her, Sigourney Weaver, but it was just more of like, you... So I think when it's, in, when it's not intrusive, I think it's not, like, like, yeah. like, you were like, hey, how are you, I'm a big fan, I think they like to hear that. Like, I, I've sure. met a few actors in, in my career being out on the streets in New York City, standing there, and whatever, and I'm, I'm very rarely starstruck, um, but I've seen a few, and I've always just been like, you know, give them a yeah. nod, like, acknowledging that. Acknowledge. I think you're very talented. Right. I think that nod is like, hey, I recognize you, I think you're a talented person, I appreciate what you do, but I'm not going to go have a conversation with you. There's um, very few, I've run into... St- so, like a, you know a, not a good amount but I've run into a bunch and there's very few that I've actually approached and tried to have a conversation with you know usually I'll just look we'll make eye contact we look and I give them that like you said that nod that tells them like hey I know you may know who we are but we know who you are you know you look at them and it's like hey and they look at you and it's kind of like hey and yeah. like you know you don't have to go over there and unbother them and say oh hey I'm oh I really loved you you don't need to do that you're just saying like hey hey I've gone over again, done handshakes, and we were just—I was just um, 
I was at a range game last week, and like, walk, like there was a few people like where my wife got seats from work, and they were like great seats. So we were sitting with some higher, you know, upper upper class, if you will. And like a couple of people walked by, and like like John Franco used to pitch for the Mets. He walked right in front of me, like the guy Justin Tuck. Again, same thing. I was just like, look, I'm not a Met fan. I'm not a Giant fan. I don't hate them, but I just saw them. I'm like, hey, big fan. How you doing? Both of them. Hey, oh, thanks so much. Shook my hand, kept moving. You know, like it was cool. They like to be recognized. Of course, I think, at some of course. Point, and right? and like you know, I met a, an old hockey player, Ray Ferraro. He was there, and like I was there with my you know I was there with my son, and he I was like my my son was kind of like, oh hey, and he plays. Uh, you know Xbox and the guy who does the EA Sports. He's the voice of the game. Right, right, I'm right, like, right. oh, Michael, this is the guy. You know, the and he's like, oh, and he asked him. He's like, oh, do you know? Do you you know? You play EA Sports? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's the guy. And he was like, oh wow. And and he was very like he he took the time. And I was just like in passing. I wasn't stopping him. We just happened to be going the same way. He like fought, he was walking the same way as us. He was at, he was like engaging with my son like I if you know he would ask my son something he wouldn't have to answer it he would look at me and then he'd be like oh y'all yeah. he's like oh I hope you're enjoying the game let's go Rangers you know blah 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 like I, I said that goes a long way with me like even if someone if I like them or if, if I like them and they become an asshole or if like you have an interaction with them where it's kind of like ooh you were a bit of a dick that could turn me off but if I'm someone if it's the same thing for the other way if it's someone I don't like them and they do they, and they kind of do the right thing. Or if they're nice, especially with a child. Again, for me, I'm not expecting you to sit there and bullshit with me. Yes. For the fact kid, that he took the time to talk for the to kid. your son. Like, yes. again, he 100%. wasn't like with, like with me. He was very nice, very polite. But, like, he took the time, made the effort for my son. And to me, that went a long way. I'm like, yeah, this, guy's a, this guy can never do any wrong now. Now, even if, if, if I watch him commit a homicide, I'm going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> Could have been somebody else. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You're going to give him a pass. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I can't never, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of guys that look like that. But, you know. I um I met um I think I was more starstruck when I met uh, Stefan Matteau. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. When he played in. Uh, Funny story about that photo though. But yeah. yeah when he came to um to the rink. Yeah, and he actually had a little one on one with my son when he was right. very young and just learning to play. And, and uh, Christopher had no idea who he was. He had no idea no. that he was uh you know had the fame that he had you know and uh, but he was a nice guy and he knew oh this guy played in the NHL and he kind of put the pieces together but. He was actually a really nice guy. Uh, so was Ron Duguay, another another really nice guy, gentleman. Um, you know, I, I think I was more starstruck with those guys because they were like sports heroes from when I was a little kid. But even then, they were gentlemen. Like they shook their hand, like you know, hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. That's it. Blah blah blah. And like you move yeah. on. You know, it's nothing. Right. You're uh, not you're not sitting there taking too much of their time. No. You're just you're just let, like again, like I I agree with you, Stefan Matar. I happened to be there. With my father, and I'm like, Dad, look. I was like, Do you, do you know? I was like giddy. I felt like a little kid. I'm like, Do you know? Do you know what that is? And he was like, yeah, My father didn't recognize him. He looked him. a lot different. Obviously. He looked different, but I mean, again, he was gargantuan. And again, I remember exactly where I was when he scored that goal. It was Memorial Day weekend, and shout out to Howie Rose. It's the greatest play-by-play call yes. I've ever heard in my life. Yes. Matteo, Matteo, Matteo. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I will. I don't think anything will ever come close to it. Um, but again, it's just that, that interaction. So when you, you know, but he was a real person. Like he wasn't like, because listen, let's be honest at this point, he couldn't be because no one knows who he is. If you're a true Ranger fan and the kids that were there were five and six years old, it was the parents that were like, holy shit, this is the guy from the 94 Rangers. Like that was the, that was the thing. But he was, he could have been snobby or snarky or whatever, but he was, he could have just been like smiled for the picture and then when the picture, but he was like a genuine, he hung out and shook hands. He wanted to talk. He was genuine. But listen, he's writing, he was writing fame from 1994. 
nothing happened. After hey, that. look, it's great, right? But, right. But, you know, so I, and I, nothing, nothing. I'm not going to say nothing happened before that, but like again, when we got him at the trade deadline, it was more of like, who is this guy? Like, yeah, like, I mean, right, if he didn't right. score that goal, he didn't score that goal. It's like you would remember him because you won a cup with you, but that, but that's about it. So to your point, do you would you like to have that constant fame? I don't know. I, I've I've lived my life a certain way, so I'm going to say that. Uh, I'm a family-oriented guy, and I want to be yeah. home, and I want to be with my kids, and like I, I tend to go that way. So for me to be an actor or a musician where you're on the road, sure. I think there's going to be a lot of temptation. Oh, uh, you know, with too much with, with yeah. everything, with all the excesses in life. Oh, right. it's my pen. Um, I think that a hundred percent. If you, if you, you know, being realistic, you say, "Oh my God, yeah, I want to be a rock star." Maybe when I was 20, before I was married, and had kids or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, that'd be great. You, yeah, you would be different. You, you, you'd, time burn the, you'd burn the yeah. candle from both ends gladly, and in the middle. Yeah, you know, but it'd be an excess of everything. But in, in in reality, when you think about what life is really about, no, I, I wouldn't want to yeah, do that. That's it, not a dream job of mine. It's not when I say, oh, my God, I wish I... I always wanted to be able to play an instrument and play in front of people where yeah. I wanted to have the ability, not so much yeah. the fame. Like I'm, not, I'm more shy than that. I'm probably the guy standing like in the right. shadow out of the light next to the amps. Right. But I wish I had that talent to play because sure. I... To me, that's a superpower. Yeah, but that's cool. I, I, I love guitarists. I, I love guitar yeah. music. You know, like that's my thing. But to be the guy that's out on the stage commanding the attention, that's not me in any way. I don't like to be in the spotlight. Yeah, it's, it's, that's why it's, we do a podcast because I'm on a microphone. You can't see right. my fucking thoughts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can hear us. For now. You hear me, you but yeah. Us, but it's it, you know yeah it's it's that whole uh, the lifestyle seems great while you're not living it because you just see them you know. Photoed all over because like, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and everybody nice. wants sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. They, you know, you see them. You know, even the Johnny Depp trial that you're watching, right? That's on right now. That I really could give two fucks. I love yeah. Johnny Depp. I think he's a great actor. I mean, I, yeah. I want to say I love. I, I think he's a great actor. I don't as I a person. A, I don't know, but I don't yeah, really pay too much. But I don't know. This guy's whole person. life is out there sure. for the world to see. Like. Uh, you know, yeah, you know that's silly. that's the that's yeah. the back end of it. Like of everybody, oh, you think you're going to be with hot women and this that, and the other thing and all that craziness that goes with it. But look at the back end of that. Amber Heard's yeah. a beautiful girl, but yeah. she's a psycho fucking lunatic. And 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 that whole Hollywood yeah, again, world, in my he's opinion, a psycho too. They're both crazy. Uh, listen, in my opinion. He's, listen, yeah. you can't play the roles he's played as well as he's played them, right. And not be a little fucking right. crazy. I mean, if you look at that guy's career, this yeah. is the turn into like the movie episode. But if you look at that guy's career, he's been in some crazy shit and he's played those roles fantastic, terrific. But yeah. I don't envy that. Life. I don't listen for all for every time there's someone like you or I where it's like hey you'll see them you'll nod you'll do that there's 10 other assholes that are going to go over to them while they're eating dinner while they're trying to do something with their family so yes it's like again the whole lifestyle but again to, to have a, a, a career or a livelihood and not to say that acting is easy and not to say that it's not long hours but again to compare to what you did for a living which again comparing what I did to a living what I do to a living for, to what you did to a living, you can't. I sit in office, you know, but but that But here's the thing, you like what about the look at the character actors, guys that have been in and, and you look at I uh, IMDB and they've been two hundred movies and you yeah. recognize them. You know that face all the time, yeah. But yeah. that guy's not super no. famous and he's not super rich. He's not making ten million dollars a movie, but he yes. loves his job. So that would be a different I, I may want to do guy that. who gets yeah. to do his job and, and, and like, he's it. such a great actor right. and he's not controversial and I don't have to hear about him right. in that way. Awesome. There's a ton of people like that too. Like again, when I used to work in Midtown There'd be, I would see on a weekly basis people like that where I'm like, oh no way, that's the guy. What what is he from? What's his name? He's the from, and you're like, oh, he's in the subway commercial. Oh, he did, you know, it's like those yes. little, like you said, that's cool because you're doing those little things. In addition, like you said, you're in 
every movie, maybe you say three or four lines, you have your sad but card. everybody knows you. Everybody knows who you are, but you're not that person right. that everyone's going to be busting right. it down. So it's like, again, as far as that being like your, it's, to me, it's more of a job than a career. And like, people call it like it's their art. Like, it's like, oh, hey, I'm an artist. And like, yes, they absolutely are. Acting is absolutely, you're an artist. When you're a good actor, you know it. When you're a bad actor, you know yeah, it, right? Yeah, of course. It's the mediocre ones that you just pass over. But when you're really good at it, people know right. you. And you suck, people know sure. it. Sure. All right, so if you could have a job and money didn't matter, let's say you, you would make whatever salary you wanted to make. We've, right. we've discussed money in the past. But if yeah. you could have that job, what would it be? What would you? What did you want to do? And if you could do it still, what would it be? So that's a very good question. So if I if money wasn't an object and I could just say sit back right now, um, I don't even know how easy it is to get into. There's there's like one thing I've always it always interested me. Like as far as like not so I'm a, again I'm a very big sports fan, but becoming like not a sports doctor, but being like the sports like physical therapist or trainer ish, like being a physical therapist sports really like for a team. Like it would be a dream to be like, hey, I'm a huge hockey fan. I mean, like, yeah, I want to be a physical therapist, and I work. So for the you New want York to Rangers. touch those guys and, no, and rub their legs them. when they're sore. I'm going to be the guy that sits there, and be like, yeah, just do this. Go, go in the ice bath. Do all those types of things. So you, you want to see them in the runway? Yeah. Well, okay. You asked. You said it, not me. <laughs> Something like that, or I mean, look, I I, grew, I always I loved Anthony Bourdain. I love like you know, like the guy Fieri and all those types of things. You know, D D and D. We've spoken about. You know, man versus food. Like I feel like that's awesome. Because it's like, it's a job, but it's like you're getting to travel around, you're getting to see, or like Dave Vitell, he had that insomnia show. Yeah, he would yeah, literally yeah. go around to random cities, go to, when I say dive bars, I mean, I think I'm being nice with the dive bars, and he would just go in there and hang out, eat the food, have a drink. Like, to me, that's an ideal job. That And another one, which is, again, it's going to sound ridiculous, and people are probably going to be, you know, they're going to judge me or think less of me, but like, I've always... Not that I wanted to be a truck driver, but I always felt like that driving a truck and just having that peace to either listen to any radio station you want, listen to podcasts. I mean, listen you, to so you mean you're driving in the car without your wife or kids? That's the dream job you have is to travel from point A to point B with no one else well, in the car. Well, I would have a destination and a task at hand. I'm not saying you said that again. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say that. I love my wife and I love my children even more. But... If I ever had the opportunity to say, hey, look, I need you to take, you know, track the trailer from here to the West Coast. You could do it in 13 days. I'd be like, sure, why not? Do that. Like I said, you don't. So, so, that, so you're tapping into the freedom that you would have. Yes. Like, right. So I think that's and when you talk about Anthony Bourdain and these other guys, you want to be able to travel and experience yes. life it's in the a travel aspect way yeah. that you're not experiencing right now. Right. I of mean, course. I give truck drivers a lot of credit. Those guys are away it's from home. Yeah, it's brutal. I, I'm always impressed how they how they back those trucks into those bays. Sure. Like, I, I've always like been and I, I always wanted to be able to drive a truck Again, to trailer to say I yeah, could. I don't know if it was a necessarily a truck to trailer, but like just like I always got that. I like, always love that shit. You know, that's awesome. With the hat, yeah, and the, yeah, and the CB, the CBs off. Yeah, like I would always think like, what would my name be? Like, how would I? Like, what would I pick my name to be? Dickle, yeah, you know, Bobby Dickle, you know, Richard Dickle. I would, I would do it. Dick Dickle, Dick Dickle. Um, I so I think it's that freedom aspect yeah. of, and, and so and so part of that, you know, if you got to be honest, is that you know you, you get married, you have kids, you're tied down to something. You, you this is the this is the life you live in. The grass is greener when you say, well, I would have none of these of the things that cause stress. Listen, not that I'm saying it in a negative way, but having a family, having 
that it's responsibility it's a stress yeah. every day whatever it happens to sure. be you got to get the food on the table you got to get the clothes clean like yep. it's a stress on both on both people in, in a marriage especially now with the way right. responsibilities are split and most people have yeah. two income households right so i feel like i agree with you and i'm not trying to put words in your mouth honestly yeah um you, it's the it's the i don't i want to have something where i could go and be me and experience things and not have all of that worry behind me right. which is which is great. So that's why I prefaced it with: if you could have financial freedom, and you could have any job, and it didn't matter. Right. So uh, for me, I always want. I always wanted a talent, right? I always wanted to be able to do something. So I was thinking about this. Um, I, I always wanted to be like a plumber or an electrician, right? Because those guys they can work anywhere, trade, right? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to trade. Like sure. I, I, I got on the job uh, very young, and I, I didn't really learn anything else. That's all I knew. I kind of came out of college. Um, you know, really green, really fresh, and then I and I took that job, and, and I and I did well. I had a, I had a great career. I'm not, you know, I can't I can't deny that. Sure. Um, and I did well for myself, but I always wanted to be able to have that thing where I could say, you know what, I could be an electrician on the side, I could be a plumber on the side. So I, I really I envy that. Right. Um, but then when I was <laughs> thinking about this, and you know, I'm gonna say, and this is not to offend any of my plumber and or electrician friends, but I'm just gonna say this: this is like a public service thing, right? wear a fucking undershirt. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, listen, I wear an undershirt and people must look at me like this guy's wearing a t-shirt with a t-shirt because, and I've admitted this before, I have no ass, okay? It's like back and then my legs, okay? When I bend over, my shirt rides up because I got nothing to tuck it under. I don't want to see your ass. Yeah. If you're coming in my house and you're fixing a pipe and you look like you're deadlifting a fucking Toyota, I don't want to see the crack of your ass. I don't understand it. I just, I just, I'm pretty sure there's a term for that. What it's is it called? called? What do you mean? Plumber's crack? Plumber crack. Yes, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, but if it has to get a, a moniker and people yeah. know it, like when you come in my house and you're working on something and you reach up and I have to see your fucking hair trail from your fucking yeah, balls to your belt, like, wear a fucking undershirt, and, and, guy. And it's one thing, like, Let's say the only exception to that is where you'd be like, all right, you know, it's like, let's say the guy had a shirt that ripped, but it's like, you know, that guy is constantly picking up his pants, constantly bending. Again, you're what they're doing for a living. They're bending, they're going under, getting so around. So having an undershirt on. Keep the undershirt then on. Then the other shirt would ride up, but then I would you see, see your, your I would see your hands like, white And shirt. you know what I would say to that guy? I'm like, okay, good. this guy's considerate. Yes. He's a considerate soul. Yes. Yeah. I just don't understand how you could bend over and have the wind blowing across the crack of your ass. And I and I hope that some of my electrician and employment friends who hear this, if you're listening, you I would love to hear your feedback on that. Like you're gonna tell me, well, when I'm working, I need to be flexible and be able to stretch and I get, get under do. a sink. And they do. Okay, but I don't think an undershirt, I don't think a Hanes undershirt, even if you bought it a size large, is gonna I don't break need that. to see the fucking trail. I don't need yeah, to see it's your not gonna, no. Please. Wear another shirt for all of yeah, us. For you and for everyone else. For everybody else. Yeah. Well, you know what? For them, they don't see their ass crack. There's not a mirror behind them. He That's doesn't true. know that his hairy crack is hanging out. But like you said, there's no way he has to feel it. So then, so then, then, and then my sick way, then I'm thinking to myself, well, if I was a plumber or an electrician and I knew that this was an issue and it would bother a fucking dick bag like me. I probably wouldn't wear the undershirt, so you would but have to see I was the just crack saying, my that's ass. That's where I was going with it. Is it spiteful? How funny would it be if, would, if like, let's say I, let's say you, let's say the guy is doing a job in your house. A plumber comes over and he bends over and you're like, oh, this fucking guy. And you're not looking for an ass, but like, you can't, you can't it's like you a fucking, can't not see it's it. like the eye of Sauron. You like, can't look away. He had a, like a tramp stamp tattoo on his ass, but like, stop looking at my ass. Cream. <laughs> and like I, would, like, I would honestly give that guy like, hey, how much was this? Here, here's an extra 20%. Take this one. That's for that tattoo. 
You know, like, but that, like, but you're right. It's like they, they it's I, just, it's just, it's just an observation in life that it's like when you bend over, just wear an undershirt. I don't think they're thinking about that. Just when, in general, I, generally I, 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 have a, I have a side job that I do now. And the other day, a guy was was going to pick something up, and and he bent over, and his entire ass came out of his pants. And it's like, bro, how do you like? I yeah, don't know how, 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 how you function. Yeah. How do you not feel that? Well, that or, or like I'll see people like sometimes like, and again, it has nothing to do with like I'm not speaking like about brands of clothing or style, but like just I'll see some people wearing things, and I'm like, it can't be comfortable. Like it's like it doesn't it's either well. bunch right the fit it doesn't that fit it's more well. about the fit and like what my older son has a very he's very very particular again not brand not style not anything like that it has to fit him perfect like he wants it to be perfect like not too tight but tight but loose enough but not too loose so like I, I'm trying to explain to him I had a custom I had a a, a, a custom suit fitted once for me and when you wear a custom anything you you feel like a million bucks like a million bucks and again it was very it would it wasn't like i it wasn't a, i'm not bragging it wasn't like i was a big shot someone had this particular situation like hey they have this guy he does this he was an older gentleman they do it do you want to do it do you want to, you want to, he'll do a custom suit like i went in there and he picked like i was able to pick the fabric the colors i was standing there i had like my arms up he was measuring everything and when I put that suit on, I again I felt like I could walk down the red carpet and people would be like, oh 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 yeah, excuse me sir, and like were trying to ask me questions. Hey, big and fan. I still have it. I still. Hey, hey big hey, fan. Hey, I'm a big fan. Hey, I'm a big hey, fan. Hey, you want a photo? Love that no, suit. No, no, no. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what was that? Just Silence of the Lambs. I know we were on movies the whole time. When he goes, hey senator, love your suit. <laughs> That's a, no, and again, when you wear it, it it's fitted to me. And again, it doesn't change anything, but it's just. I'm not going like I've gotten suits before where I bought them from like the rack, a, a rack or a store, and then I've gone to a tailor and they've kind of like, all right, this is a little like the waist is a little too big or the in, like the. When they fix it, it feels good. They fix it, it feels great. But dude, that a custom suit again. It was it was like a few hundred bucks. It was it was it, you know it wasn't like crazy, bank breaking, but it was just it worth. Was, it was worth the expense. Well worth the expense. Like I said, I still own it. Again, I still, a couple of things have changed here and there, but I mean, I would mean, it still fit right now? It still fits. I can still wear it. I could still wear it. I may not look like a movie star. I may look like an extra at this point. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be the guy eating the gobble ghoul and me. I'm going to be the, the guy in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be the guy. I'll in the have back. a gobble ghoul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is Frankie Carbone. This is this one. I'm going to be the idiot in the back that has the you know. But yeah, so that I, I mean, going back now as far as like jobs go and things that so, you... So I want to ask you, so before, I don't want to throw you, but you go. fell into a job, right? You have a career, you did yes. something, but was that what you said I want to do? No, so I went to I went to school for marketing and finance, right? Went to school marketing and finance. I had an aunt, my godmother, lover, Annunciata. Um, she, I was in college, I was I was a second or third year in college, and she was like, hey, why don't you come work? I work in an insurance office, it's great, you put it on your resume, I'm like, yeah, I really don't want to do that. I'd rather just not work and just deliver food for the, you know, for the summer. Again, financial freedom. Terrific. Freedom. Terrific. And then, and again, I'll get into my, I'm going to give you the jobs I've had, jobs I wish I had. I gave you the jobs I wish I had and jobs I wish that I could never do. But, so I got into the job long, I'm going to, I'll sum, in, in closing, um, <laughs> I, it was one of those jobs I was like, yeah, cool. I'll go there. I'll work there. I'll put it, I'll, I'll work for the summer. It was good money. I was getting paid. 
I'll, I'll be able to put it on my resume. And I wanted to go work for like a PR firm, advertising, marketing, something like along those lines. And so I worked there. And then when I, the following year, I went back to school. And then like the days that I had off, the time I had off, I would go back and work in there. And I, I, I just learned. So I work, I'm an insurance broker. So I learned insurance that way. And again, my aunt got me in there. I was in there. I worked with her in that office. It was a local office. And then it was the year I was graduating, the guy who ran the ran the office was like, hey, what are you thinking about doing after college? And I was like, well, I told him, like, you know, I want to be a mark, you know, I want to, you know, I wanted to be on Madison Avenue and do all this stuff. And he was like, well, he's like, well, how about, you know, how do you feel about, um, you know, he's like, you know, would you ever consider, like, if we offered you a full-time position, would you consider, like, staying here to work? And I was like, eh, you know, and I didn't want to say, like, no, but I was like, you know, like, yeah, definitely. I was like, I definitely think I could, you know, maybe like a marketing and things like that. And he was like, yeah, the starting salary would be $40,000. i like, well, yes, yes, absolutely. Where do I? Again, I was working, I was making a few hundred bucks a week at that point. And I got offered $40,000 right out of college. And I was like, before I could even, before even, before he, the period hit that sentence, I was like, yes, yep, I'll get, yep, I'll start yesterday. And that's how I got into it. And even when I started doing it, I got licensed, I did all that stuff. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this for a few years. And then once I have some experience, I'll go back. And then I'll get my dream job, and I'll go do this. Oh, you, you never know? did. Never did it, and this is twenty-one years later that I am in insurance, and it's like that's all I've ever done. That's all I've ever known. Well, that's what that's what happens, right? I mean, yeah. I, I have a similar thing. I kind of yeah. really didn't know what I was going to do. Took so, how test. did you? So, may I, I want to ask you a question now. So, wait, before did you take all like city? city no, exam? you didn't. Well, I took. Uh, I, I I signed up for the fire. That wasn't test. my question, but go ahead, answer I, that. Yeah, but I, did, I signed for the fire test. I didn't take all the city tests. I took the I took PD and I took FD. I knew I wasn't going to make FD because of my eyes. I knew it because I wore glasses. I, I at that time there was no LASIK or anything like that. I knew I knew glasses. I wasn't gonna. I knew I wasn't gonna make it. Um, right. But uh, I I wanted to be a writer. I, I, I always I, I always loved the idea of being a writer, and I wanted to be a novelist. You, yeah. And so, I, but I actually took journalism classes. Um, and that was the kind of the, the track you took. I took creative writing, which was fiction and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, I, and then that I excelled at because it was about getting my imagination on paper and letting other people see it. Um, but then I took some journalism classes, and I did not like the way it was taught. Like I right away, it just yeah. went against my grain about how. Listen, I, I, I can't speak on it because I don't know enough about it, but of course. Um, the way it was explained to me was that you were kind of twisting the article or the words to meet your agenda, and I was like, I don't really like this. I don't feel like I'm telling the truth, and so I didn't like the classes. The professor was wonderful. She was really a nice lady, but I, I could just, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Right. Um, and I really didn't know what I was going to do with myself, and I had taken the uh, PD test as a, as a uh, my buddy said, listen, we're doing this. We're taking the test. You got you to gotta have a, a, a fallback. You know, you got have something right. for and I said all right you know let's do it so I took the test I didn't really think much about it and then I got called and at the time I had nothing else going on and I really didn't know what I was going to do for a career I really had no that, uh, that's what I wanted no to ask guidance no no nothing and I, and like you, you know you don't write books for a living it doesn't happen that way yeah. I mean, you, you know you any of your favorite authors they didn't they didn't set out to like sit down and they were oh, I'm gonna write books for a right. living like they probably had a regular job like Stephen King was like a school teacher or something and yeah, he right. was in he was like poverty stricken he was living sure. below the poverty line and you know he's super famous because he sells a lot of books you know J.K. Rowling was living in a car which yeah, is lucky yeah. how many other writers are in those positions where they're a waitress right. or, or, or a maid in a hotel or whatever it is and they write on the side and that's really what happens you write on the of side of course right you so, do that to kind of 
you know, you're, you're you need hoping, that, the bills. hoping that it hits. You do something else right. to pay the bills, and you're hoping that eventually you get that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the number of people that actually write and then become authors and then you know their names, I mean, that's the top 100 of percent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when the, when the job came up at the time, uh, getting on the job was tough. Nobody, everybody wanted it. It was a great job, and you really couldn't. So once you got on, it was like hitting the lottery. Um, I own yours. You yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that I always wanted to be a police officer. Like that right. wasn't like I mean, it wasn't like you grew up all. Well, yeah. when I was a little kid, I did. Right, I was playing cops and robbers yeah. with my friends, but cops I never thought like, oh, I would yeah. be. I would be of a course. police officer. Um, but the, the honest reason I took it, um, well, there was a twofold at the time, and this was me being wide-eyed and thinking this is how the world works, was A, I would get experience that I wouldn't have. Like, in my head, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm going to wind up working for somebody I know or yeah. in, like, some finance office or something. I don't know anything about finance. I was going to have a job. Of course, right. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to sit in an office seven, you know, five days a week and commute on the ferry like no, everybody else yeah, I know yeah. does, right? I'm like, I don't want that. And then I thought, well, you know what? If I if I do this and I and I'm in the streets of New York City and not on the streets of Staten Island and I actually right. go to Brooklyn or the Bronx or Manhattan, I'll actually get experience in the world and I'll have more to write about. Of course. So that was my that was the idea. Which you still me. can do. You can you know, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But as a twenty two year old kid, yeah, it was also like of course. You know, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Everybody else I know, how am I going to make this? Idea. How yeah. am I going to make? How am I going to have a ha- like? You look at it and you say, well, how am I going to buy a house? How am I going to have kids? Or do any of these things? And I'm like. I don't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I really didn't know. No. Um, and so I took it, and at first I hated it. I really, because I was not used to that paramilitary. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting screamed at and, and you know, drop down and give me push-ups, and, and, and you have to dress a certain way, and all this stuff. And it was like, but I, I soon fell in love with that part of it, because I liked the, the structure. Of and, course. I, and I did it. And um, and so, like, I, like I, on this thing, I don't really talk too much about it, and I don't tell war stories, but it, it turned out to be uh, a great thing for me. I met unbelievable people that um, at the end of the day uh, I've learned from and I would do anything You learn how to even deal with people at the very least. Doing the job but the people that I worked with the other other people that I worked with in in every rank people that I would uh, I would run through fire for. I mean these were people that you meet, you, you get in a car together, and then, you know, and yes, the stresses of the job or whatever, and it is the culture, but there are people that were just phenomenal people, and the stories, and the laughs, and everything, so I have to say, at the end of the day, that was the greatest part yeah. of it, was I met people, and I still talk to them, and I still text them, and people that I haven't seen, and I don't even work with anymore, and I haven't worked with in 15, 20 years, right. but I still try to text every once in a while, hey, how's the family, like, oh, you, I don't know, I'm not a Facebook guy at all, but I, hey, how's it going, what's going on, like, I love those guys. And they yeah. made me, first of all, they, they probably saved my life in numerous in situations and vice versa. And, you know, you had each other's backs. And so there is, there is a part of that, which... Well, that, that know, goes not, a long way. Even if it's someone you don't like and you're in that situation, that's, you're, that's always going to... But at know. the end of the day, that wasn't my dream job. I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. And, and I'm grateful for all the experiences and all the things, all the good, right? You forget about the bad very quickly in life. All yeah. the good. But there were a lot of bad times. Yeah, there was a lot of crazy Absolutely, shit that went yeah. on. But all the good, and then you make some of the bad into the good, right? You laugh yeah, about of it course. later. You have to. You um, have to. But that wasn't my dream job. And I think if I had to pick, and we were talking about this, like if I had to pick something, I'd want to do something creative where I was either writing or animating right. or, you know, making the movie behind the scenes. I'd like to write a yeah. screenplay. Well, that well, you should, well, you, you t- well, that's what I was going to add. You touched upon that you, that's what you, like whatever, I forget even what the topic was, but you said that that was one of the things that you always dreamed of doing yeah and it and it's one of the and like so if you could go back that's what i was going to ask you if you mm-hmm. could go back 
you're 16 or 17 years old, you're in a guidance counselor's office saying like, hey, you're going to graduate next year, what would you want to do? And if they had the ability to make it happen or to not make it happen, like to say like, but hey, guide you in the right not, way, not even guide you, but like not to make it like, hey, poof, here's your wish. It comes true. But just to say, oh, that's what you want to do. This is what you need to do. Yes. Line this up. So I wish I had that. And then course. then I would have I would have liked the job like you did in marketing, not the not the finance and, yeah, the, and, yeah. the, and the data part, but the writing of the commercials, the creating sure. the ideas. That's what I always wanted have, to like, do. Like almost like a like a writer for like a like a like a show writer. Like so like yeah, the, yeah. The, like a the TV show me, or like, something. Like, like again, I grew up watching Seinfeld. Love Seinfeld. Great show. Love it. Watch Curb. Love it. Watching Curb now after Seinfeld, you realize that Larry David is a is the genius behind that whole. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, Seinfeld delivered it; it was amazing. Uh, but look, but he's Jerry Seinfeld, yes, right? Yes. But, but again, like like I'm just using that show because that's the show I grew up on. But any show you watch, you'll get like the people who are delivering it that you're seeing. There's it, you know, that's the whole iceberg effect. They're the they're what you're seeing, but everything else that goes into that, it's 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 the brilliant writing. It's the how you're going to deliver it. How are you going to kind of segue from one thing to another? Now, anybody listening to this podcast right now knows that Matt and I are professionals when it comes to segue <laughs> and not rambling for fucking hours at a time. But but like those types of like things, it's like and and you know and. Like, again, that my dream, like, that's what I wanted to do because that's kind of what I chose based on, like, my personality, based on, like, my kind of, like, what, like, my, I don't know how, even what I'm trying to say, but, like, based on me at that time in my life, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Well, I think that's what happens. Is you, I still we, don't know you what you I want to do. Well, you start out so young, and yeah. then the idea is, well, I want to follow in the path of... The people that are around me. So right. I want to have a house. I want to have right. a wife. I want to you have kids. You think that's right? what you have to do. Right. right. And so it's very few people that break out of that. Yeah. But I think anyone that kind of relates to us is that, you know, you get a job. And then at the end of the day, it's just a job because yeah. all those other things take precedence. And, and I think, and I'm, and I'm going to say this and, and, and probably take some shit for this, but as the, as the guys, as the dads, you kind of do whatever it takes to make the of family course. work. Yeah. Not that the moms don't. Don't, don't yeah. fucking kill me. But no. You know, dads just, you, you know, whatever I got to do to make extra money or whatever I'm doing right sure. now, like, I don't care about that part of it. It's getting to the end where, like, okay, we're going to go on vacation and I'm able to hustle now. I'm able to do that. I'm able to go on this vacation right, right now and we're going to make memories and have that moment right. because I'm doing this hustling. So I don't give a shit if I'm shoveling shit or driving a hack or doing whatever. Of I don't course. care. I want that part. Of and that's And that's kind of how I've directed my life. Because, listen, if we wanted to, going back, circling back to, circling back, one of my favorite things, let's go to a meeting. And, we're going to circle back to this. Yeah, I, I, that's, um, that's very corporate the, the, white the, collar yes, shit. Yes, the, yeah, that's the, white uh, collar shit. Uh, the, uh, Buzzword. <laughs> we're going to circle back to this and we can talk offline about this. Yeah, um, take, we'll take that. We'll take, take, we'll this, take this offline. Yeah, 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 I shit. fucking hate that shit. Um, <laughs> that, that being uh, a rock star is I want to do what I want to do which suits me. I want I want yeah. instant gratification. I want constant pleasure. I want yeah. the things that turn me on. I want to mm-hmm. be I want to be uh, I want to be high so I want to be Euro Euphoric. Yes. Not euphoric. 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 My like, fear, fear, wow. fear, fear. I, like <clears throat> I need a voice coach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think I think a lot of us and, and, and the guys that are listening out there, the other chimps, it's like you, you had this idea and of what you thought. What, what you, okay, what you thought? Well, we could all just be chimps, right? Sure. You have to be a chimp. Chimp, chimp, I guess. Right? Chimpanzees, chimpanzee. I guess right. There's a male and female chimpanzee, right? right. So, I'm sorry. Um, 
we love you all uh, for the six of you that listen. Um, I think you start out with these ideas of grandeur, and you th- and especially when yeah. you're young, right? Especially, uh, listen, we we grew up in a, in a in a place where you could have hopes and aspirations. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't, and so I definitely always try to acknowledge yeah. that in my mind. Like I, I am where I am because like I grew up in the right spot at the right time, whatever. Like. I'm very fortunate for that. And I had opportunity in front of me and I worked hard for it. And and just like you, like I'm not saying that we didn't work hard or you didn't put in effort, but you, you were able to be in the spot where those opportunities existed. Right. Okay. Right. So you, you, you start out with that and you're like, okay, I think I'm going to go and do this. You have these dreams of grandeur, but then it's like, it's not really going to happen. You can't, you can't satisfy yourself in every way. And at some point you have to say, well, this is what I'm going to do for a living. And that's what's what, the greater good? What's the best? That's uh, you, yeah. you. It's the end. It's the long term play. It's the yes. end goal. And like, again, I said that's what I wanted to do when I was seventeen because I was in a guidance counselor's office and they're like, "What do you want to do for a living? Or where do you want to be when you go? Where do you want to be in five? Like that stupid questions they always ask. Which I've never. Which I haven't been on too many interviews, but I've never been asked like, "What do you want to do? Where do you see yourself in ten years?" It's like I guess maybe that question has evolved, but. For all I know, I would have gotten to Madison. It's funny. I wound up the last the last job I worked in Midtown was on Madison Avenue. I, again, it wasn't marketing, it wasn't advertising, but I always like that was like okay, that's where you like once you get there in that field, you made it. And for all I know, I would have gotten to that field and hated it. And I would have been well, there. You, right, you can't go back and say, well, I should have, could have, would have, no, you know. No. But and I'm very bl- like the, the, what I am in right now, I've been able to. Have a great life, support a family, raise kids, marry. How I wouldn't change it for the world, but again, it's not that like it's not it's not one of those things like I hate that the cliche the cliche where it's like hey find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. Very rare, of course, it's very rare. rare. But here's the thing, you you. Uh, you have to you have to set the line and say okay well now it's just a job right you separate yourself from it you say well I work because I want to have these things not because I love what I'm doing listen you can like what you do yeah. but you didn't get some people do some listen there's a kid that's that's in his backyard shooting a thousand pucks in a net and he's gonna wind up in the NHL there's a kid throwing fastballs over the yeah. plate every single day I practicing s- that one kid may be the one that says well yeah. I, I I followed my dream and I got it but most of us who have to just get by we want we want certain things in life and to get them you have to take a job whatever that job of happens course. to be. Right, so it's a job versus a career versus a passion, right? Yes. So at this stage of my life, I left one job. I'm kind of in flux, waiting to find what I'm going to do next, right? And I still don't have the time right now because I'm still raising my family and doing that is my priority. I I, I can't be a writer. I can't just sit around right. and and write stories and be like, well, that's how yeah. I'm going to do it because that's not going to get us on vacation. That's not going to make the extra payments on whatever you need. Hockey tournament or we got of course. Like, so. Still, I'm pushing yeah, that to the side. I'm finding more time for it. Right. But again, that's my priority is my family and my kids. And I think a lot of us wind up their way. And so it's fair to say that people have to sacrifice that part when they want fame sure. and fortune oh, to follow definitely. your dreams, right? Definitely. I think it's very few people, and, and I, you know maybe I'm wrong, but that have both. Where you have superb family life, blah, blah, blah. I and you're living yeah. your passion and, your, and the thing you wanted to do. I don't I know that's my a personal very life. Low, Few people. A very low percentage of people who have an like again, if you're whether you choose the family life, whether you choose not to have a family, whether you're married, whether you choose not to be married, and you do exactly what you do and you like I said, you're doing what you love so you're not never really working. I I 
I mean, I, that's a very, very low percentage of the people. I, I think a lot of people get up in the morning and they put their pants on and they go to work because I got to go to like work I said, and make money. I do, and I, do, I do what I do now. It's 21 years into it. It's all I've ever known. I, I, I tend to think that I do a decent job at it. You know, it, again, it's a very, I'm very blessed that it's a, the industry that I'm in. And it's, I'm not saying it's, it has anything, you know, but it's like, that's all I know. And there's people that I've known, you know, for 15, 16, 17 years. Some of them I know, right. You know, I know for 21 years, you know, I still know them. They're still in my life. We still laugh. We still, you know, live through vicariously through the photos you see of people posting. You like them, you comment on them. It's like those types of things. It's just, I, I guess like when you get down to the, like, when it comes down to job, when you label something a job, it always has that negative connotation and it, it doesn't always have to be negative, but like there was something like, so I'm going to, I want to ask you a question. So I want to know, give me all the jobs you've ever worked your entire life, right? Mm-hmm. From when you've worked till now, I want to know the three best jobs you've ever worked. And I'd also want to know what jobs you wish you were able to do. Like, like again, not now, not not career wise. Like I'll give you an example. Like I always wanted to do like um, like a landscaping. You know, I felt like that was like not not that I wanted to be a landscaper, but I always felt like ah, oh, it's a fun job. You sit there, you go there, it's mindless. You throw headphones in, yeah, you know, do this. You do the you do the uh, you know you do edging. The, the edging. I'll do this. You do the fucking leaf blower, and and I always it's a funny story. There was a guy. He's a stand up comedian. He always tells a story. That whenever he's in a conversation, wherever he is, someone says, like, oh, what do you do for a living? He always says, like, oh, I, uh, I'm i a landscaper. And he's like, because it just ends the conversation. No one's going to be like, oh, really? You know, and it's like, oh, do you own the, you own the landscaper? No, I just I just mow the lawns. And he's like, it just shuts down. It's just one of those things I feel like it's like, and again, I, I, like, I feel like that it is kind of an art. If you're a landscaper and you see that stuff, you know what to put, where to put it. But so what... Like growing up, I'm gonna give you mine. Like the the three best. Let's keep it to three. The three best jobs you had. I mean, give me one or two things that you wish you were able to do. Like at that point when you were younger, and then like give me three things that you could never ever see yourself ever doing. Okay, so I drove an ice cream truck when I was a teenager. High five. We're gonna give a high five. There you go. Um, my one of my favorite jobs. It was a great right? job. It was a great job, and I wish I had the wherewithal to know what kind of power I had over the milkies oh, that came out of yeah. the ice cream with the kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was like 17. I don't have any I was I don't a walking any cash. Hormone. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, um, it's okay, man. Don't worry. I'll, I'll yeah, eat yeah, the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now so, it's like, so, hey. Uh, but yeah. just, that was just an awesome job. But it, it all comes back to that freedom where I had freedom then. Like, I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. I'm in that position again right now. Like, I could yeah. do, I'm looking to see what I'm going to do next. Let's become partners and buy an ice cream truck, Ralph. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. I was actually talking to the guy today that we brought ice cream up in the Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ice cream truck was great. That was great, right? Mm-hmm. So, yep. we shared that. Yeah. Um, I worked in uh, King Cullen, which we've talked yeah. about in the past. That was one of my favorite jobs, only because of the time. Because Fast I was a kid track to and, upper management. Yeah, but I was, I mean, it was the people of I was course. with. It was the time yeah, in my yeah, life, right? Definitely. Uh, definitely. If, I could, if I could capture that feeling of, of doing that, like, and get back again, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, I guess, in my third... 
well, it's, uh, I'm going to say as a kid, I was a landscaper also. You were. You were. I was. Oh, I did. Really? So I did do it. I did mindlessly mow lawns. And, I, yeah, and I, like that, it was good. It was good. I don't, mean that in, I don't mean that to be disrespectful. No, or no, like, not oh, at it's, all. There's nothing to it. Again, I don't know if I have the art, the artistic side of my brain to kind of and do it's it a lot well. of hard labor. I mean, of you're course. breaking your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to say that uh, at the end, looking back, uh, my career was pretty was pretty fucking awesome. Mm. I lived a pretty pretty good time. And I saw a lot of things. I did a lot of things. And... And uh, I got to see a side of the world that nobody else, unless you're on the job, gets to see a side of New York right. City, a side of people. So sure. uh, I can't say that I had a bad time. Uh, a couple of jobs I could never do. Um, I don't like kids. I could never be a bus driver. I could never be a school teacher. I could never be a fucking hockey we, coach. We, we line up. I don't. Line I don't up. like kids, man. I mean, I'm I'm lucky. I like my own kids because I can discipline them. But I don't like snotty, obnoxious right. kids. I don't think they're precocious. I'm just not that guy. Um, and uh, I don't think I could ever do corrections. I don't think I could ever be a corrections officer. I don't know if I could really? ever live in that environment. Even though you, even though you I did, I did that for a lot of years, like yeah, yeah. partial, yeah, but it wasn't the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I, no, I guess it's. It wasn't a part of the job I liked. Um, uh, I, I think. Uh, I think if you gave me a job, I could do it. If it's a job, I could do any job. You want me to dig ditches? I'll dig ditches. If it's, it's about making money for my family and doing what I got to do. I could do whatever you tell me yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, I don't like bad smells, but I'll tolerate it. But yeah, other than yeah. that, I think I could do whatever it takes. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna jump to yours. You know what? Tell me yours. Tell me your three, and then so, your three okay. worst. Go. So the three, again, I, I'll say this. I'll, I'm going to agree with Matt. The best, one of the best I had was driving an ice cream truck. It was awesome. You got to drive around all day, had a very specific route. Had a radio blasting in the thing, and you know it was like it was mine. Not that it was mindless, but it was like you know it wasn't difficult. Okay, what do you want? Here it is. You have to do basic math in your head. Simple enough. Boom. That was one. Two, kind of along the same lines, food delivery. I delivered pizza for years. I know I referenced the tank. I want to say ten to twelve years I did delivering, and it was awesome. I would drive around with my friends. I was dating my wife at the time. You know, I was like late teens, early twenties. I'd pick her up, pick my friends up, drive around, listening to music, picking up food. You know, it, it, that that to me was great. I would do that now if, I, <clears throat> excuse me, if I ever needed extra cash. That's that's where I would go. I would just be like, yeah, you know what? I'll just I'll deliver food a couple of nights a week. It's like to me, I loved it. That was my second, and then the third. And I'll give you a three, and then like a, a three A. The third was like a catering hall, but again, I think to your point, it was more of like I was working with three. Of my buddies at the time, it was at a catering hall. We were bus boys, bar backs, wait staff, you know. And then they had this like Thursday night summer party thing. We were like 16, 17, 18 year old teenagers, and it was like girls in their like early to mid twenties, and we were just like sitting there. And it was just like. You know, Google Fest. It, 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 it was terrific. It was great. Again, we were drinking underage when we probably weren't supposed to be. Probably weren't. Well, I'm just saying allegedly. 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 So that, and then my other very very close second to that, but again, it had to, had to do with the company I was with versus the actual work. Because again, it was backpacking work. When I was working in the at the catering hall, it was I would go in there at like two in the afternoon and I would get home at like two in the morning. But again, it was great money. It was you know. You'd work those long hours, but I'd get paid for it. The guys who I worked with took, like, the, 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 the wait staff, the bartenders, you know, all took care of us. The other one was, uh, it was a moving company where we didn't have to move the stuff, but we worked in the warehouse. And it was, again, that wasn't steady, but it was more of, like, one of my buddies had this, 
However, the connection was somebody he knew, family, friend, and we would go there and we would, we would like load and unload the trucks like of like office and like commercial furniture, like into a warehouse, take the stuff from there, from the warehouse into the truck when they could kind of do it. And then, so if we were there for six, eight, 10 hours, two and a half to three hours, we were actually like doing the actual stuff. And then the other time we spent fucking around, dicking around, you know, skateboarding on dollies, you know, bouncing shit around, going to get great food in like Jersey, Jersey city, Hoboken. So that would be my like three a. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then like three things that like that I can never do, like to your point, like I, have patience with kids to a degree, but when I'm outnumbered in an alarming amount, like in a teaching environment, <laughs> yeah. I can never do that. I don't know how they do it. God bless them. Yes, uh, they, on a, they have first class tickets to their promised land, whatever it is. Number one. Number two, anybody who knows me, I am not good with blood. I can't do blood, smells, odors. Anything gory, so I guess anything in the medical field or in like the waste field. Like I, my brother-in-law is works for sanitation. He says sometimes I could go to pick up a bag and like something will just fall out and it's just like covered in maggots and it just stinks. Like to me, I would just I would just jump in that and just put a bullet in my mouth. I can I can never do it. I I can't do that. Um, a third one would be more something, you know. I guess I, I guess where you were like stuck in that monotonous like. Factory work? Factory, monotonous, day in, day out, same thing. Like, again, again, I work in an office, so it's, it's relatively vanilla. But the work is different. My work is different. I interact with different people. I have to wear different hats. I have to, okay. you know, do that. But, like, to do that, like, like factory work, assembly line, like, okay, go in, do this for eight hours. You're going to have five. Like, I can never do something, like, along those lines. Which, again, I work in an office. It's a little bit different. I think every again. job becomes like that. It's what yeah. you do in the interim. Yeah. So I think to wrap this up, I think we uh, we covered a lot of stuff and, yeah. and went on tangents. But um, being that we're average chimps and we're at the top of the of the hill right now, right? Looking yeah. looking uh, from where we came from and looking sure. where where we're we gonna side, go, right? Um, I think this is a topic that will come up again. But you you know you wanted to climb to the top and you got there and how did you get there and what did you change it? I don't know if I would change it because it's always nice to speculate what could have been, um, but I think it's a real it's a real thing. We we all yeah. say you know when you're a little kid growing up you, you wanted to be a pirate on a pirate ship of you wanted course. to be an astronaut going uh, up in yeah. space those things when you get to the reality of what it takes to actually do those things they they fall off but there are still the inside dreams where I say oh I wanted to do this and oh, I still yeah. hold on to it oh, yeah. um, and again like I said I'm working now doing what I'm doing and I still don't have time to to live the dream. Um, but I think it's we're in a good place to to be looking at it, Great and place. and you yeah. know what? Even on the on the on the downward slide, on the other side that we're going to be headed down, yeah. we still have time to do what we want to do. We do, and so, we and we'll, uh, we'll have more time to do what we want to do, which is essentially what. So you got to stay passionate should. and and keep yeah. to the things you love and. Uh, I think we're in a good place, man. In a great place. And uh, so next episode, we're gonna we're gonna jump back into yeah. the movies. We're gonna do two more brackets. We're gonna do the the other two quadrants. We're gonna do the top left, bottom right, and again, we'll post. Maybe we'll post the 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 uh, a photo of the actual. Uh, All right, yeah, bracket we just to give you an idea of what it looked like. So we'll do that. So we went from thirty two this week. I'm sorry, sixty four down to thirty two, and then so on and so forth, and then we'll go on and we'll pick our ultimate winner for the 80s movies. My friend? Stay My average. Friend. Stay, stay a little bit above average, okay? All right. Cheers. A little bit above meh. Wow. Well, I, I would give us a 
nine, 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 nine. So nine, it's nine. pretty good. No, no, we're, we're almost delish. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs>